Hello and welcome to Corbett's Comments. I'm Dr. Otis Corbett and I invite you to come along with me as I share biblical exposition and commentary. I truly believe that God's Word is one of our greatest helps as we live for Him in the world today. And so like the psalmist, let us agree to hide His Word in our hearts that we may not sin against Him. Hello, I'm Otis Corbett. And today I want to share a word about the whole truth as I comment on Acts chapter 18, verses 24 through 28. This passage reads, And a certain Jew named Apollos, born in Alexandria, an eloquent man and mighty in the scriptures, came to Ephesus. This man was instructed in the way of the Lord, and being fervent in the the Spirit, he spake and taught diligently the things of the Lord, knowing only the baptism of John. And he began to speak boldly in the synagogue, whom when Aquila and Priscilla had heard, they took him unto them and expounded unto him the way of God more perfectly. And when he was disposed to pass into Achaia, the brethren wrote, exhorting the disciples to receive him, who, when he was come, helped them much which had believed through grace, for he mightily convinced the Jews that publicly, showing by the scriptures that Jesus was Christ. A well-known saying is that a little knowledge can be a dangerous thing. The way I put it is that people often know what they don't know. Now what I mean by that is people can become convinced they know more about a subject than they do because they only have part of the story or part of the information. And an incident from my childhood will illustrate this point. <laughs> One day my family was visiting with my uncle, my father's brother, and I got into an argument with him over how automatic transmissions in cars work. Now, at this point, I had never seen a car with an automatic transmission in real life. I'd never been in a car with an automatic transmission. All the cars in my family that where I grew up to that point had manual transmissions. And my, uh, my uh, mother's brother-in-law had a Volkswagen Beetle and it had a manual transmission as well. And in fact, the only exposure I'd ever had to an automatic transmission was a TV commercial. And in this TV commercial, Volkswagen was advertising a new version of Volkswagen Beetle with an automatic clutch. Now, what they did, they depicted a man with a broken leg getting into a Volkswagen Beetle and been able to drive away because it had an automatic clutch. He did not have to depress the clutch with his leg, as you normally do with a manual transmission. It had an automatic clutch, but it didn't have an automatic transmission per se because he still had to shift. And that's the only thing I'd ever seen about automatic transmissions. That's all I knew. And so that's the way I thought automatic transmissions worked. My uncle had to take me out to his car to show me how a fully automatic transmission works. See, I thought I knew something I didn't know. Now, other than being slightly embarrassed, this incident uh, incidents of me exposing my ignorance about the subject of automatic transmissions didn't hurt anybody. It caused nobody any harm. However, <clears throat> the subject of our scriptures for today was Apollos, who knew a lot about the scriptures, but who yet did not know the whole gospel. 
He came to Ephesus where Paul had just planted a church and he began to preach. And he was very eloquent. He was very effective. Uh, People loved to listen to him and they started to hear what he said and follow his teachings. The problem was his arguments were incomplete and misleading because his knowledge was incomplete. He didn't know what he thought he knew. In the case of Apollos, this illustrates a very dangerous situation. Someone who is able to gain a following because of their personality or uh, because of their ability to speak well or maybe their appearance or whatever reason can have a huge impact on a community or a church or a family or even just individuals. Try as we might. We seem genetically incapable of following principles instead of people. I think this may be one reason why Jesus said that I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except by me. He knew we have this tendency to follow people instead of principles. We just have a tendency to follow people. And this is fine as long as those whom we are following are people of goodwill and people who know the whole truth the whole gospel. The Apostle John cautioned the early church about people who know what they don't know. Let's consider John, uh, excuse me, 1 John 4, 1 through 5, which tells us, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby ye know the Spirit of God, every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesses not that Jesus is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of Antichrist, whereof ye have heard that it should come, and even now is already in the world. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. They are of the world. Therefore speak they of the world, and the world heareth them. We must not be led astray by eloquence or personality. A partial truth is a whole lie, and in fact, it's the worst sort of falsehood. We, we must compare what we're being taught, or what we're seeing in society, or what we're being asked to do with the whole truth of Scripture. This is, as John taught, will help us then um, avoid being led astray. And this is a particularly dangerous time of year in some ways for partial truths. Think about what we've done with the story of St. Nicholas. We've turned him into Santa Claus. Now, I'm not going to rehearse the entire story of St. Nicholas, who was a real uh, a real person, a a real um, minister of the gospel who did a wonderful thing by giving gifts to people who needed gifts at a particular time. But we've taken that story and we've made Santa Claus out of it, uh, it, totally destroying the truth of what this story has to tell us. We need to be careful because a, a, a partial truth is a very, very terrible kind of falsehood. So what of Apollos? Well, I'm glad to say that he did not have evil intentions. And when he was taken aside and instructed by Priscilla and Aquila, Aquila, two of Paul's team of leaders who knew the whole truth, he afterwards became a powerful evangelist in the early church. And um, he taught the whole gospel. 
Uh, and this was a great blessing because his influence became widespread, affecting many congregations, including the church at Corinth. Some scholars, including Martin Luther, who developed the Protestant Reformation, believe that, that he, Apollos, may have been the writer of the book of Hebrews. Well, when Apollos heard the whole truth and he learned it, he became a powerful force for the gospel. And we must sure that we know the whole truth and we must also teach it to the next generation. One of the things I find distressing is that in many churches, maybe most churches that I know of, the Bible study ministries are lagging behind. They are they are not nearly as strong as they used to be. The discipleship ministries, even though there's been a greater emphasis on discipleship in our churches than in past times, our discipleship ministries are weak too. We must teach the next generation the whole gospel, the whole truth, because the effects of teaching a partial truth are just too devastating to contemplate. Thanks for listening. I'll be back soon to comment on more scripture that we can consider together to help us in our everyday lives. Every blessing. I'm Dr. Otis Corbett.